<laughs> Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to The Bottom Shelf. <laughs> John, so since you gave me such a fantastic, wonderful, lovely gift from last time, this one has to be better, right? This one's actually from Dallas. Oh, this one's from Dallas. Yeah, lovely. I found it. You did. I found it just for you. Just, he, he just said for me. He said Kevin's gonna love this one. It's gonna be the best one that we do this month. So I oh did my God. not wait, say that. Wait. Do not lie. Okay, wait. Is this the best or the or the worst of the two? Wait, wait. You gave me two gifts. <sighs> the last one was okay. Uh, no, it really wasn't that okay. Let me see what this one is. Give me a moment. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's another freaking Gundam movie. What? No, no. What? No. A, a Gundam movie. The last one was not a Gundam movie. Wait. Okay. The last one isn't a Gundam movie, but this one is a Gundam movie. This one is a Gundam movie. It's a gun. Dem, not a Gundam, but a Gundam, like John claude Van Dam. Right? Gundam. Gundam. Movie. Robots. Like Transformers. Yes. Like, like robots. Gun? Transformers. Gun. Dumb. Gun. Dumb. 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 Oh, it's dumb. dumb. It, wait, what? Why, why well, would you give me a This dumb movie, movie might be dumb. Why? Maybe. No, I want a good movie. I want a good movie. Why are you giving me bad movies? Oh, we'll talk about it. I want, I want, a, I want a good movie. No, don't. Prepare yourself to discover a world of terrible movies. High above the planet Geekery, a group of intrepid explorers hover over the dangerous planet in their fabulous super-orbital spacecraft. Their mission? To conduct a complete analysis of movies known throughout the universe as Terrible. So grab your space popcorn, grab your freeze-dried ice cream, and join us for today's mission of Discovery and Wonder. Are these movies better than the galaxy thinks? Or do they really belong on the bottom shelf? fans and those who like to become Gundam fans welcome to the oh, i'm sorry this is the wrong show hey welcome to the bottom shelf podcast extension geek devotions where we uh the show from devoted geeks are devoted and you know you're loved and we watch terrible movies so that you don't have to and so we can watch kevin lose facial hair out of frustration which uh, looks like we've done a great job so far kevin how are you doing today buddy hey what's up <laughs> are you are you excited about your gift today no why wait wherever oh. wait what What's our tagline? We watch movies so you don't have to. I thought where every movie, bad movie has a place, where every movie has. Well, what is our tagline anymore? Uh, you know, they're about as it's about as scattered as the taglines we read for all these movies. Oh my god! <laughs> and then with us also is John. How are you, John? How you doing? Um, I've got a broken arm. John. Well, that's not good. You know, every time people I go on stage, people tell me to break a leg, but. You know, deep, I guess deep, you already deep. broke an arm for the podcast, so we're on for a good grand. I didn't start. do it. I didn't do it for the podcast. I did it. I actually did it at church. <laughs> you broke your arm at church, or did the pastor broke your arm at church? I broke my arm. Uh, well, actually, I don't, would you I, sling the, your arms as you win, praising God through the doors? 
you know, I keep telling people I want to tell. I, I keep telling people that I'm going to tell everybody that uh, I got a I broke it in a mosh pit at church because it's more interesting than what actually happened. That sounds uh, very interesting. How did you break it? Um, I what was church? hopping out of my truck in the uh, at when I got to church and they hadn't put any de-icer down in the parking lot. And my feet went out from under me and I Oof. fell backwards and I threw my arms back to try to catch myself and I telescoped my forearm. Oh my God. Sounds like your church isn't tithe well. Oh, so anyways, <laughs> wow. moving forward. So pain aside of physical pain, we're about to endure some, uh, I'm just letting you guys know some mental anguish here in a second. Uh, why would you gift box this for me? Because it was in the dumpster and we have to get through it. You're the one that brought the dumpster from the plane. I didn't brought... <laughs> I woman rolled tape. We got the tape. I need to at least review these to see if they weren't being called trash. After all, I am the Dapper Man, and I have faced many movies that people wouldn't even dare touch. I'm not afraid of movies. Uh-huh. You did let's too. Get, let's get on with this. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> let's get dangerous, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> get Dark on with it! Stick. Yeah! <clears throat> Alright, so, uh, we're going to be watching an interesting film called G-Savior, which is uh, Thank you. a... a a actual mobile suit Gundam uh, movie. Yes. And um, now you keep, Kevin, you keep saying like Transformers of, let, let me explain to you Gundam just for real briefly. Oh my God. Real briefly. Okay. Mobile suit Gundam is a franchise started in the seventies by a guy named Tomino. And his whole ordeal was like, let's make a giant robot series, but make it more realistic with, cause at the, up to this point, everything was sentient. So like Transformers, or um, there's just several other series out there where there's a talking robot. Sort of like people in Congress. So, is, so it's supposed to deal more with some serious conversations, more, a lot, lot more political conversations, stuff like that. You're sound like it's I'm spot on. With. So go ahead um, and read the box that we have for us. Yeah. Or what, 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 what's before you? Well, I hope you bring the DVD box out because this one's DVD. I guess they forgot VHS or wait a minute, what? Says this. No, it came out on DVD. It's only on DVD. It says made for television. Wait, why are we watching a movie made for television? Oh my goodness. Is this your childhood movie once? too? Is this what like John Haru was with the last one? It's my childhood no. movie memory. It is not. I did not watch this till I was an adult. Until you were 21? The legal age? I was 25 when I first watched this. Oh, that sounds legal enough for Pentecost. Okay. <laughs> This says, let me see. G Savior, the movie. Oh, it's got the Savior spelled properly. Fancy that. Yeah. With mm. the no U. Yeah. Yeah, no U. None of you. Anyhow, G Savior, the movie. And the G stands for gullible. It is the 20th anniversary for a Gundam project made here in Canada. Wait, made here in Canada. Made in Canada. Well, we're part of you, North America. We're not in Canada. Yeah, we're North America. We're part. We're all Americans, right? <laughs> Everyone came from America. Um, let's see. The runtime is one hour and thirty-two minutes. The film is not rated because it is a Canadian television movie, and ratings don't matter there. Neither does legal ages. But it would be PG for violence, some blood, mild language, and a diluted freon in wine glasses. <laughs> okay. It is from Polestar Television Productions. It's directed by Graham Bell, 
that has directed over 20 holly jolly predictable Hallmark Christmas movies. It is written by Mark Amato and Stephanie Pinese. What? Pinese. How do you, I don't I don't speak their language. I don't understand this. P E N A dash S Y. Penasai. Penasai. Okay. I'm guessing. Good thing I'm 100% Caucasian. I can understand that. <laughs> it is starring Brandon Elliott and those holly jolly predictable Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh my gosh. Is everyone from a Hallmark Christmas movie into this freaking film? Well, it's Canada. <sighs> yeah, the great white north. The only thing whiter than people is the snow there. Um, Anuk Okuma from Dragon Ball Z and House of the Dead movie. Oh, God. <laughs> David Lovegren Kenneth Welsh from television show Twin Peaks Fred Henderson from those holly jolly predictable Christmas oh my god what the and Blue Mankuma everyone's from a Hallmark Christmas movie is inside this film again that's all Canada produces the great white north it's not moose beer it is Christmas movies <laughs> okay, in the back of this DVD, the description it says Universal Century 223. What the? What? Is that a year? I'll exp- yeah, it's the year. I'll explain it a little bit. Yeah, this is your movie, anyways, that you're passing <laughs> down to me. The Earth Federation has collapsed. Now the Earth is ruled by the Congress of Settlement Nations. Consent. Um, okay. Uh, hmm. But a group of rebels with the reluctant aid of former consent officer. What, this does not even sound like good. I can't say that. <laughs> like, are we passing consent to watch this movie? <laughs> a former consent officer, Mark Curran, discover a secret that could change the future of mankind forever. But consent doesn't want the secret. No, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get Sarah face saying this. But consent. <laughs> but. <laughs> But consent doesn't want this secret to get out. Oh my god, it gets worse as I'm saying this. And they will go any lengths, including starting a war to stop it. Their only hope is a new weapon. The G-Savior! We don't want this consent to go out that we're watching this movie. (laughs) I want to know who writes these. How much do they get paid to write the description on the back of these VHSs and DVDs that we read? I don't know. I want their job. Some of them are... I want their job. I know they get paid more than I get paid. Which one did we do where they basically did the they basically put the entire movie on the back of the box? Every other every other movie we done. <laughs> there was one that was just ridiculous. There was one. Oh. It like said every single thing. Try, mm-hmm. Was that cruel? Cruel? Yeah, Krull? I think it was cruel. Was it cruel? Come on, John Hardy, you've got better memory than I do. Bro, I'm on painkillers right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got some we got some taglines uh, for you. And uh, this first one, uh, it comes from our good friend, um, Drew, from the Cellcast. And uh, he does a great callback to a previous episode of the Gundam Watch. Who from the what? Um, that he rec- huh? Who from the what? Drew from Cellcast. Drew from the Cellcast. Okay. It's a, a, another great podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes, could be worse. At least it's not doozy bots, which is so true because doozy bots was the American attempt at a 
Gundam cartoon back in the early 90s. Oh my god, how many of these Gundam things are there? There's an American one, there's a Canadian bro. one, there's a Japanese one, there's a bro. I'm pretty sure there's a Vietnamese one. Is there an Irish one too? Bro. Is there one? Well, actually. I'm I'm telling you. Uh, is telling, there? I'm telling you, this is a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. I'm, <laughs> I don't I, want to do this one. I, 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 back. I need consent to read this. I, I I literally just shelled out money so I can build my own Gundam toy today. I, so I mean, wait, it, what? <laughs> Are you you're spending money to build a toy at home? Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a model. It's a model. Yeah, which is basically so. So a toy. was the castle of Camelot from looking from an angle. <laughs> so like just so you know, just Cram just for your Irish connection, um, <laughs> in the in the suit mobile suit Gundam um, Zeta. There was a, an entire battleship class called Irish class. Um, and then there was also an entire capital city um, that uh, there was a, uh, a, a place called Dublin. So Ireland is in Gundam. Okay, let's read the rest of these freaking tabloids. Who's gonna, uh, <laughs> be thankful. It's made in Canada. That's not saying much right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me read one. I came here expecting Gundam. I end up watch getting an episode of Sequest. Wait, I remember Sequest. <laughs> it's been like forever. That about the same time period as this movie came out. Really? Uh, no, no. Actually, I'm wrong. Oh, my gosh. That's how terrible this is. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> All right. Here's another one. The video game version actually offers a better story than the movie. They made a video game of this movie, too. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, well, I haven't watched the movie, so I don't even know. But I'm just <laughs> the back of this is not really convincing me. But your, your, your facial reactions is not convincing me either. The forgotten oh, Gundam well. movie that is particularly not too important, but the timeline paper inside is better than the movie. These taglines are not convincing me to watch this. <laughs> what the flip? Let me, let me read this one. I saw it on DVD for a buck and still passed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sci-fi presents. Presents. <laughs> the most, this movie, that is the most accurate statement. <laughs> this is a sci-fi channel original style movie. <laughs> Doesn't sci-fi make bad movies? I thought that was Welcome Asylum. To the bottom shelf. I thought that was Asylum that makes bad movies. Uh, they vinegar. Uh, what's it? Vinegar Syndrome? Yeah. They remaster bad movies. They don't make them. <laughs> they remaster um, It's different. Okay. All right. Another tagline. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Okay, Clark. <laughs> uh, let me see. Like Highlander, the source. It exists don't understand that but okay so did you ever watch highlighter of the source uh, i never watched highlander movies so here's the deal about highlighter of the source um we're not sure why it's there wait what are you talking wait is that like another title for a movie highlighter of the source yeah yes that was the last movie they put out and we're still not sure why how many highlander films are there i think six or seven i lost track at four Sort of like the Puppet Master, you lost track when it hits like ten, and it's like, oh, there's like thirty. But I did buy the the uh, the collection that for ten bucks at uh, 
No. <laughs> Ten bucks, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. It's like Total Recall, but dumb. And wait a minute. Wait, what? Total? Which, which Total Recall are we talking about? The original with Schwarzenegger? That's actually legit. No, no. Cool. They're saying it's like Total Recall, except this movie is dumb, not Total Recall. Okay. 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 Because that first Total Recall was pretty lit. Yeah. All I rem- like the, the scene that stuck out with me when I first saw that movie when I was like seven. Uh, the, the only thing I remembered about that movie for the longest time is watching Arnold Schwarzenegger's face slowly explode from the inside because of the <laughs> lack of atmosphere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, 99% sale. I, I just trying to get it off the shelves. <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't understanding it either. It's like, what is that supposed to mean? 99% sale. Like he sold yep. on it or something. All right. So let me let me give you guys the trivia so we can understand what's happening here as we get into it. So yes, this Dallas, is part please, of please give us a trivia. Mobiles. Please do. This is part of of a multimedia event that they did, that Sunrise did back in the day, uh, to advertise 20 years of mobile suit gundam. And it came like before this movie, there are three radio dramas that world build. There's a novel that takes place. The video game takes place after this. You will see this Gundam take place also in another anime series that came out at the same time called Turn A Gundam. Um, so that was like a big event that spanned several things. Now, here's the deal. Tomino created Mobile Suit Gundam back in 79. He was not involved with this project, and it's very clear <laughs> Like his original vision and stuff like that is just not not functional there. But what's interesting though is they are trying to shoehorn this movie into the original Mobile Suit Gundam world. So in this world, Kevin, there's a major event that takes place and they create a new timeline, a new counting service as they started conquering space and created these colonies and everything called the Universal Century. Okay. The original Mobile Suit Gundam takes place in... Universal Century 79. This okay. movie takes place after that. 144 years later. And it's supposed to be original, like, like it's like the furthest portion of the timeline at the time. Um, so there's a lot of references to a lot of not references, but a lot of like interesting nods to the original Mobsuit Gundam. That if you if you watch the original Gundams, you will get. Um but it is it's supposed to be a standalone type of thing, which I think most Mobile Suit Gundam fans are quite thankful for. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but it stands alone. This is standalone. Is this pretty much like when we watch the American 98 Godzilla? That was a standalone, right? That's not um, canon yes. to other Godzilla films. Well, so- pretty much because like like nobody's talked about this Gundam. Like it's never been referenced in any other UC stuff outside of Turn A Gundam reference. And th- I'll take this back. There was one, there was a anime series uh, where they're, they're building the models Gunpla uh, and they're they're making them fight and do stuff. And this Gundam, the G-Saver shows up in it, mm-hmm. but that's the only references. So canonically, it's technically there, but everyone just chooses to ignore it. Okay. Sort of like that creepy relative. You just know they're there, but you try to ignore them. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. We all have that relative. Hmm. So, so this is not a fan-made film. This is actually a real logistic film that yes. you're actually so, giving me as a gift yes. to watch. So here's the deal. Guys. 
Right. Now, this is the interesting thing. I love how Kevin just said gift with the most spite and... <laughs> because He's this so is angry another plugin. This. this is not an actual gift for me. This is like, hey, I want to plug in another podcast. I know, but you made it sound... Merchandising! It made it sound like you <laughs> swallowed some vomit when you said the word gift. It was, it was intense, bro. Right. Now, I, I want to put this out there for you. One last one last little tidbit for you guys for, before we go into this. Go ahead. We're about to hear the English language spoken to us, right? Okay, yeah. In this movie. Sure. It's Canadian. Well, here's the deal. When this movie was made, it was it was aired, it was it was first presented in theaters in Japan. Okay. Dubbed over in Japanese. Sure. Nobody has seen or heard the English track until it was released later on dvd uh for this for this this version that we're watching the special edition what they lost their audio or something no they just never released it anywhere in english-speaking countries so it went straight to japan dubbed over in japanese Mm -hmm. and then they released the english version after it left the japanese theaters a couple years later okay so wait on this it says it's a canadian television movie so was this made for television movie then japan and then back or Went to Japan. It was made for Japan, released later, but it was done by a home video production company. Can I in ask the question that everybody else is thinking? Okay. If this was commissioned by Japan for a Japanese yes. audience. Yes. Why was it shot in Canada? Yeah. Because you'd be surprised the number of things that were shot in Canada at that time frame. Canada had the best speculation people can give us is that Canada gives gives and gave a lot of a lot of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, pushbacks, cutbacks, whatever it is, for you to make your movies there in that area. Um, and so Japan did it there because it was cheap. Is the speculation weird? Okay. okay. I mean, if you got all that land, you're not really doing anything with it. Might as well use it to its potential. So then right. why didn't they use Japanese people who spoke Japanese instead of going through the process of redubbing the movie? I would do that. Yeah. I have no idea. That's just what that's what I was. That was told. Now, maybe it's, it was difficult to find enough Japanese people for this for uh, Canada. Because, again, it was cheaper to film in Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's the, that was what we have. This is what is before us. Okay, so since you've seen so, this film, never mind. I guess we'll watch the movie and find out because I'm curious well, how this will oh, go. Well, out. let me give you my expectations. This is going to be a difficult watch for all of us. Why are you giving to me this as a gift? What's okay, the point? You. We're trying to find treasure in this trash pile. Not find more trash within the trash. Well, we can still go, we still got to go through it, and you're the one that's like, I need help oh categorizing it. So, and you have to approve it. Okay, well, hang on, because if Dallas is telling us this is going to be a hard time having seen it, that just completely shaded my expectations. Because if Dallas can't get behind a Gundam property, this is this is going to be rough. <laughs> so you guys ready to go watch the movie yeah, well you sure. can ask Let's kevin what his expectation what is who, who cares he's already pro- he's already you know telling me what i should be expecting 
I'm reading the back and it's telling me I need consent to watch this because it says consent like three times. <laughs> you have consent. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> I don't have any at Walmart to purchase super glue. You gotta be you gotta be 18 or older. Are you serious? Yes, they asked yeah. me for my freaking ID. And I'm looking it's like you shaved your beard. No, yeah. No. That'll that, do it. It. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, let's just watch it. Come on, Glicks, play it. Dear listeners, this is your opportunity to escape. Our crew has just entered into the media projection chamber. What horrors and madness that they consume are unknown. Their mental state upon their return is unknown. You have been warned. Dallas, you suck! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's just end the podcast right now. We're done. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, as you guys have heard, uh, this was a rough movie for all of us, and you can speculate what our final rating is. Kevin's actually going to... Kevin's going to top shelf it. Um, so spoiler free th- stuff. I'm going to point out this. How great was it to see Starship Trooper uniforms being resurfaced again? Oh, you mean the helmets and the guns <laughs> they used from Starship Troopers that they clearly did not went and raid and took from them to use in this film? <laughs> it's like they went next door like, hey, can we borrow that for like 10 minutes? Thanks. I mean, I always thought the helmets were kind of cool anyways, but... Yeah. As long as you don't take it off in the middle of a firing practice. I mean, I guess that's what they did when they made Attack of the Killer Tomatoes when they stole the doctor's suits. It's like, we'll be right back with the doctor's suits. We just got to use it for right. a scene. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what are you guys' spoiler-free thoughts on this film? John, what's your spoiler-free? Free? Oh, baby, I can speak right now. What's your spoiler-free talk? What's your spoiler-free thoughts? Um... All of the characters are unlikable. Yeah. I, this did not feel like a Gundam movie until probably about 20 minutes before the end. Yeah. Um, That's pretty accurate. I honestly wish that we could have forced Branson to watch, watch this movie. <laughs> I, I, we, we may try to get Brent. just 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 so his spirit can break just a little we may try to do like a special edition with branson and have him watch and review this for us and and see what he says that actually might be good uh bonus good patreon filler. good bonus content <laughs> so um yeah, it was. So here's my here's one of my, my issues, and they've done this with a couple of movies over the years with Gundam, is the all of the elements for a proper Gundam story are here. You have a um, a a major conflict between Earth and the colonies. You have a princess character. You have some guy who's piling a specialized mobile suit. Although I don't really care the way they did it, but it's all like crushed together like i feel like if they spaced this out like it was sequest it would have been better like if they had made a series out of this it would have been a tolerable series but everything was so thrown together in throughout this entire movie that it made it hard for you to like 
appreciate or feel anything for anyone throughout the entirety of the thing. Uh, also, very specifically, I don't remember the character's name, but it was like the young big bad uh, with the blonde hair. Jack? Yeah, the guy who played Jack was horrific. Just, <laughs> was- just a special... A special, special boy when it comes to finding new levels of bad. I, I, oh. Okay, so you watched the movie Titanic, right? The James Cameron film. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. How many times I said Jack in that movie? Compared to how many times I say Jack in this movie? I think it's equivalent. Jack a lot. Jack. Jack, listen here, Jack. Hey, Jack, 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 Jack. And I'm like, stop saying his name. We know who his name is. They right. said it like I, I think I stopped after counting like twenty thousand times. After when I hit number forty eight, I was like, I'm stopped counting his name. So interesting thing about Jack is I think that he was supposed to be a callback to a a character from Gundam Zeta, which is the sequel series to the original uh, one. Because I think he was supposed to be um, the equivalent of a character named Jared, and I'll explain why in the in the spoiler section. Like all the acting was so bad cardboard. Like it was just like, did you guys just like read the script and then they hit play, like hit record or like, like what's happening here with any of this story? It's so, so bad. Like, I think they cared less about this film than, uh, than Kevin's caring about this podcast episode right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, this had a story. What story? Yes. I mean, I can explain it to you. Yeah. Let's explain the story. No. What story? Okay. Uh, the story is simply this. Um, the Earth sucks right now. The Earth Federation is starving people. And uh, the the leader of the, of the Earth Federation, for some reason, his name is President Pork. I thought that was interesting. They're in the middle of a famine, and his name is Pork. Um, and... The there's the the scientists that discovered a new way bioluminance to help to basically Dallas, Dallas I don't care. Hmm? You asked what the story was, Kevin. I'm giving you the story, Kevin. I I could never you you told me more within that thirty seconds than I have got from this film already. And this is my problem with the film. And this is what I was saying earlier. They throw so much in there into this little bit. Like you have to listen, like. So much of the story is told in small comments off screen, even like like the TV reporter talking in the background while he's talking to his wife gave more information about the world. That you have to pay attention to otherwise you're going to miss everything. The edits was and weird. The, it was just it was it was such rough storytelling all the way through. The edits were weird. It was like, yeah, some of them were not even finished saying their sentences and they were cutting them off. Mm hmm. Would you agree with me, John? Yeah, I mean... Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't the only one who was like, did they finish a sentence or did they just stop? It, it just didn't <laughs> stick just out. Did that to you. It, it just didn't stick out to me a whole lot because I wasn't really... I didn't care. <laughs> it was just like, I, I I wasn't interested in what they had to say at, by, at any point in this movie. Can I borrow some of your pain meds? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's get to the spoiled con- uh, portion of this conversation, then we, we can gu- dive into some interesting things here. Sure. Ladies 
Ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler section. All right, so spoiler section. So just because I want to be able to say a couple of nice things before Kevin and John just go, what the crap did you make us suffer through Dallas? Um, I appreciate some of the callbacks. I really think they were trying to make a callback to Jared um, of, of Gundam Zeta. In Gundam Zeta, you have this whole world where the Earth Federation developed this substructure of military that was um, called the Titans, and they were jerks. And they basically... They overran the government. They took over everything, and like like normal military were just literally literally slapped in the face and spat upon uh, throughout Gundam Zeta. I think flash forwarding now to this series that this was supposed to be a callback. I think Jack was supposed to be the uh, a callback to Jared, who was one of the, the the guys from the Gundam Zeta, and like you had this continuation from the past to the present of this whole like sub-military that was just being stupid and somehow had control over things. Um, that's That and a couple of small callbacks are about the only things I truly enjoy about this Gundam series or movie. Everything else was so rough. The storytelling was slow. The, the, the CG, I know it's 1999, 2001, but I just, and I know it's Canada, but I just, all right, a lot of the Power Rangers are done in Canada, and their CG for their Zords look better than this stuff. The CGI in this was equivalent to a PS One. <laughs> like it, it I mean, made it made the Rock's appearance at the end of the second Mummy movie feel <laughs> legit. Yeah. Right. So you True know, story. you get just the very first six minutes of this movie. We get like the crappiest lame excuse of movie titles with the horrendous CGI Gundam, right? Gundam design. And all the solution to every computer problem in the world is like predictable in every movie. You smack it really hard like a mosquito. Just going to smack that computer. Oh, there, it's working again. Why? It's like, okay. Here it begins with a, a, a trope, but you know, it's the. The dubs with the English, it wasn't even matching the lips from actual people who speak English. It's like one person after another. And I'm just like, they're not, their, their lips are not matching with what they're saying. They're speaking English. This is English speaking people. And then like immediately after the whole computer smacking, the next minute is like a character's in trouble. And it's like, oh, he's near somehow this water tide wax him out. And then he's like, okay, now I got to save someone. It's like, who's this other person? who's this person what's that person what's this plot what's that plot what's happening right here what's happening right there boom 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 i'm like what is going on yep six minutes yep and then immediately after that oh there's like this confederate people with this stupid starship trooper helmets and they're like oh there's someone who's on board and and they're trying to get to the solution whatever the chemicals i'm like wait Who's this? What's happening? What's going on? Like, boom, 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 boom. Was this supposed to be like a mini series for internet? You know, those mini well, internet mini series or a television show like Cartoon Network did with it, Star Wars Clone Wars? It with feels like, like it should have been. Three minute segments. Like, it really did feel like they should have broken this up and made a series and, and told a story appropriately. Like, the entire thing was so rushed. 
Like it literally feels like they took a 52 episode series and condensed it into a, an hour and 20 minutes. We don't, scenes the movie, sir. Sir, we don't talk about the Avatar live action movie here. You're going to have to. <laughs> we talking about that's a James Cameron film. In fact, part two is coming out. What shortly he's going to be rubbing his big nose into like saying, hey, I got Avatar two coming out. Avatar the movie. Oh, wait, you're talking Ironically. about some Am Night Shyamalan thing, whatever. That thing, whatever. Yeah, sure. Welcome to the conversation, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, John, what's some of your spoiled, filled, filled thoughts? Spoiled, filled thoughts? Um, I'll tell you, there was a lot flying around and none of it mattered. Mm-hmm. none of it uh there is backstory upon backstory and i thought okay so when i was sitting down to watch this movie and i had messaged dallas when i was going to watch it the first thing he told me was just giving you a warning heads up now they try to put a lot through here and they try to follow the uh they try to hit every single gundam trope mm-hmm. and boy you weren't kidding (laughs) i mean i'm like i'm new to the gundam fandom and i'm like this is also shoehorned in just to try to check a box yeah like if you go back and listen to the first three episodes of our other podcast the gundam watch where brian and i reviewed the first uh the the three movie summation of the original franchise the original series you'll see every story point that we talked about is in this movie. And it's just like, it's kind of like when we talked about um, uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat Annihilation, where they try to put too much into one film and so let things breathe. That is the greatest sin of this film, is they tried putting too much into it and not letting anything breathe and tell a story. So was this movie supposed to be made for fans, but they just took the highlights that the fans love and they just put into this film? Well, again, it, this is where... Like, so remember, guys, in the trivia, I said there was uh, some stuff that went on beforehand. Yes. I've, I've read summations. Some of the summations of those radio dramas explain a few things. But, yes, this was supposed to be a, hey, we're celebrating Gundam, so you guys should just kind of have a general concept of everything and be okay with it, and we just weren't. John, remember yeah. when we reviewed Dune and we needed a booklet to understand the movie? Did I yeah. need a booklet to re- to understand what anything was happening in this film? I will say not or a booklet, pamphlet. not a booklet, but in order to understand what's going on in this movie, right. you would have to watch probably three other movies that Dallas and Branson already watched. Just to appreciate some of the, the nuances, but to really enjoy the film as a person who likes Gundam and has watched more Gundam than either one of you guys have. You sound like that's going to be like a you, proud sentiment. It's like, I'll watch more Gundam movies than you guys. Like, okay, congratulations. High five. I'm, 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 I'm putting pretext into this. All right. It's. Yeah. Like nothing makes this film better. <laughs> no, they, they added like a discount version of Michael Ironside and Michael Ironside is Canadian. They couldn't hire Michael Ironside for this film. I don't think I don't think he was Kevin's looking for a way to make it better. I think he's just looking for a way to make it make sense. Nothing does. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to find. It's something that makes sense. Like stuff happens. Like I told you, the search and rescue. 
From what? What's happening? There's flashbacks. There's sudden plot changes. There is location jumps. Love interests that just jump out of nowhere. And Alpha 2. What's Alpha 2? I don't know what Alpha 2 is. And a presence address. We don't even hear. It's talked about like off and on, like I don't know how many times. You gotta listen to the president's address. You wanna miss the president's address. What is so important about the president's address that's talked about, but you don't freaking hear? What is yep. so grand about his address? Is he giving me a thousand bucks for taking a shot? Something? That's a that's a time period joke right there. Yeah. You guys are probably <laughs> already too young to get that. <laughs> like again, this is like again, you're 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 saying we're we're saying the same thing over and over again. There's too much that's been thrown in that we don't know what's going on. You can maybe pull the suggestion out that maybe he was saying something along the lines of like, um, dear colonists, we're coming for you and uh, you guys are terrorists because of the way that uh, this uh, consent was making them sound like. Maybe you can pull that from it. Maybe you can pull the fact that, you know, because there's a worldwide famine and they're going to basically going to blame the colonists on it from a few story beats that were said. But there's no clear direction about what's happening. There's one. Now, with you two being loyal, dedicated husbands to your loves, you're on a video chat. And all of a sudden, as you're chatting with your love, you see this woman just walks right beside and starts video chatting with your love. Wouldn't your wife say, like, who's that woman? She'll stop immediately. Who's that woman? It was like they just made the video and they never she never acknowledged it. I'm like, who? what, what kind of spouse does that? She's right there like they're having this argument and everything else. This woman was walking beside and she starts in this conversation. And I'm like, who writes this? Who writes this? You don't see the Gundam until 38 minutes. The main thing that people talk about, the mechanical robot, whatever nope. thing. It takes 38 minutes saw, to the film. Him. And all you see is his legs, just like, um, what was it? That Gareth Edwards, 2014 Godzilla. You see his legs, you see him roar, and then boom. And you don't see him again until like another hour and 15 minutes. Kevin. What? Kevin, that wasn't a Gundam. What was it? Some freaking robot thing? I don't know. It was just a general mobile suit. And you don't see the Gundam until uh, they're in that theater. That's the first time you see the Gundam. So it's basically over an hour until you see the Gundam. You see the robot. The, yeah. But you don't see it. Uh, that robot that, that was in the theater that they pulled the curtains back, uh, that was the Gundam. Everything else was just a mobile suit of some sort. God almighty. <laughs> like, like they don't even get that right. Like in like in traditional Gundam fashion, you, you meet the Gundam within the first episode, maybe the second episode. They wonder a little carry over a little bit. Not until in the, in the movie, practically. The last 20 minutes of the movie, do you see the Gundam? And you see some action take place. And they don't even explain that in the film. Because I thought that was supposed to be the Gundam or whatever the thing they were all excited about. They, it was only for five seconds. Yep. And then, like, even that, like, the Gundam, like, he, he gives this offline comment about, like, it's not like those old saviors that we used to fly. Unless you listen to the audio dramas that explained the, the previous generations of the, of the suits, you have no idea what he's talking about whatsoever it this film required you to for some world building to have listened to the three audio dramas that came out 
That's absolutely pathetic. Again, it was supposed to be a, a big multimedia event that they expected all the fans to really get into. There was no evergreenness to this. Hey, Mr. Newfound Love Toy Building John. <laughs> yeah. Did you what listen to me? the radio shows before watching this film? Oh, God, no. You'd be the only one of us who could maybe hear, understand it. I read the summations of it. Uh, yeah, I only just started. Wait, the radio show it. drama is not even complete or it's not clear? No, it's in Japanese. It's in Japanese. Of course it freaking is. Yes, because of Japanese property. <laughs> God, I wish I was bilingual. No, I'm getting there. this. I don't know. I'm getting there. I'm learning Japanese. I mean, I, I understand sign language, but that's not really a true bilingual because you can't actually speak it with your mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, let me. John, you got any more spoiled filled thoughts? Uh, I got some spoiled filled hate. Um, specifically, y y it's most noticeable um, when we first see the guy with his girlfriend at the time and their inability to keep their mouths off of each other. Oh my God. There were like two horny teenagers from high school. They wouldn't stop. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You act like you're not. Was like a that, was, that was like, it was like it was on CW. That was, that, that was seriously oh. like one of the worst directional things I've ever seen in my life. You don't cut lines to make people kiss one, two. If you're going to have people kissing that much on screen, you don't fully in that much mouth noise because I, my skin was crawling, <laughs> crawling by the end of the scene just with how much like, mouth noise terrible. like i can literally hear the guy's tongue squeak on the lady's back teeth just <laughs> oh, here, the third kiss here, is enough and then it went to like what 20 more kisses and like oh god it, it, you feel like you're intruding on some kind of marital right that's happening it's just uh, no i felt i need consent to watch that <laughs> Yes, I would clap for you, Kevin, if I didn't think it would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So what about, again, since we're broadcasting out to the Gundam Watch feed also, what do we think about the actual suits that we saw? We saw a couple that were, um, no. and this won't mean anything to, 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 to Kevin, but a couple that were kind of Zaku-ish, which, John, you, I, you bought your first Zaku today. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. There was nothing, they brought nothing original to the Gundam, or to the mobile suit builds. Mm -hmm. uh, everything looked like it was straight out of uh, the first series. Uh, I mm -hmm. It, the, the G Savior suit looks like the, uh, whatever it's called, the white, whatever. I can't remember the name for it now from series one. It looked like the original Gundam. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Well, again, and then and then all the all the EDF, uh, which I know isn't what the place is called, but that forever now, forever now, every Earth system in a Gundam show, I'm just referring to as Earth Defense Force. But <laughs> every, every EDF uh, Gundam looked like the Zaku's from OG Gundam. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's just like it, even for the spectacle they were trying to set up, they still didn't bring anything new to the table. It, yeah. it was now I'll say this, the, it, it, 
within the UC, you're going to see that trope of things looking similar to a degree. And uh, I was talking with Celeste about this the other day. I realized that I'm, as I'm watching Zeta, it's interesting because the Federation, are, they're the ones who created the Gundam originally. The Xeon had the Zakus. And then in Zeta, the Federation created mobile suits called Hyzaks that look like reworked Z Zakus. It's almost like there's a form that they want to go, this is the bad guy. Okay, as a film watcher, mm -hmm. he doesn't give a crap about Gundam, <laughs> but should because you're wanting me to be appreciated of these designs you make and so forth. You want them to be memorable. You want them to be recognizable. You want them to like, hey, I'm not going to forget that character design. Right. Sort of like um, a lot of people don't like Pumpkinhead, but you remember what the character design is for Pumpkinhead. That's fair. A lot of people hate the Transformers movies, but you remember what Optimus Prime, you look what, you know what Bumblebee looks like and um, the... Um, well, I forgot, I forgot the third name one, but you remember those three, what their designs were until they hit like Transformer right. number 25. And he's like, okay, they all look alike. <laughs> they all mess. There's just pretty much like watching a zombie film, which every zombie looks like. They all look like mundane, bland, gray characters that you just don't remember. And you're like, oh yeah, that was in the last part of the film. There's so many right. times when a monster reveal is in the last part of the movie, the third part, you never forget it. A favorite right. movie of mine, classic monster movie. The thing from another world. Oh yeah, no, it's you know you, you. Some people may forget a lot lines, which is a very well written screenplay film, but you'll never forget mm -hmm. what the monster design of that character was. It was like an eight and a half foot tall, bald headed creature alien that comes through a, a lightning bolt. It, mm -hmm. I mean, that's not what it is, but that's what people remember. It's like, yeah, I remember that. They remembered what Bride of Frankenstein looked like. And she was right. only in the movie for like one minute and 58 seconds two maybe mm -hmm. two minutes and 20, 10, 10 seconds, something like that. She wasn't in for a full three minutes. Everyone remembers what her character looks like because you create an iconic image that made an impact. This had no impact, no iconic image and nothing at all whatsoever that I wanted to relate to into this film. Yeah. I get it. There are so I mean, I totally get it. many stupid things and nothing matches with anything whatsoever right i seriously never knew what movie i was watching every five minutes it was changing consistently all the time yeah like the entire thing like like go get back to kind of the, the suit designs everything blurred together so much so like the one that the um the colonists used gaia those were called freedoms they look they look so much in design to the G Savior, they didn't stand out. And then <clears throat> all the all the the bad guys, they all had basically they all had the same that they're called uh boogus, bo bo buggers. I don't know. They were bugger. Uh they were they're bugging me. No, That's all I know. No, no. This, so, <laughs> <laughs> so but they were there was just a terrible design. But the problem was nothing made them stand out. None of the movement stand out. I mean it, it was such poor design as far as making these move in 3d space like like gosh it's so frustrating because as someone who loves gundam there's and john you can you can attest to this watching an actual gundam series seeing the the mobile suits fly seeing them fight it's like poetry emotion sometimes the way they're animated it is such fast paced and there's such beauty to it 
these things, I really feel like the the robots from uh, RoboJocks moved swift, moved a little bit smoother than these things at times. Like that's how bad it was, and that's part of the reason why nothing stood out. It just looked like a a a, a mishmash of a bunch of CGI pixels thrown on a screen, and that's it. You know what this kind of reminded me of? There was What's a that? animated film that I think it was like Japanese slash American. It was like Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. You've yeah. seen the suits and everything See, else, but- and you don't remember what the suit design was. You don't. All I remember yeah. was the lights. You remember the lights, and you remember like the little spirit thing, but if you try to mm-hmm. recall the, the suits they wore, you try to recall the, 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 um, the ships they drove or any of the vehicles, you're like, I don't remember what the design mm-hmm. was because they're not iconic. But you can remember yeah. the stupid freaking taxi from Total Recall. Right. That no image popped out. Nothing stuck. It was bland. It was boring. Pretty much. It was forgettable. Well, <laughs> let's give our final ratings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kevin, you seem to be the most passionate in the room. Uh, you're going to top shelf it? I would rather have my head kicked in by a Clydesdale horse. Wake up the 14 month coma it gave me. Go for a double double at Tim Hortons with a with a plate of poutine. Enjoy a nice holiday. Maybe go fishing. Maybe hike in the mountains. Return home, have the same Clydesdale kick me permanently and put me in a coma for the rest of my life. And watch this movie ever again. Okay. So, middle show? No, I want to dumpster fire this movie. I want to dumpster <laughs> fire this movie. All right. All right. I want you guys uh, to dumpster fire this movie. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. Just say dumpster fire. Just say dumpster fire. And I'm, you know, I'm content. You have made my holiday. Mr. Judd, how are you? Give me a D. D. Give me an umpster. <laughs> umpster. <laughs> that is where I'm putting this. This is a one-way ticket to the dumpster fire. I'm gonna say this isn't a, this wasn't as egregious of a film as uh Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh no, but- it's right up there with me. <laughs> it's right there. But uh, as 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 far as this movie is concerned, I literally had to fight myself to keep it rolling when I was watching it. Um, I tried to employ what I knew. I had to employ everything I knew about Gundam in order to even slightly understand what they were trying to do with the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was all about it was too self-referential. And there wasn't enough innovation in the plot to bring anything to the table that would justify its existence. Right. Uh, It tried to utilize CGI at a level that it just wasn't at for the time period. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just, this movie is the culmination of many bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Every bad decision. So, I mean, it's it, it it's it's just a cascading effect of a poor decision to shoot a Asian market movie in Canada and use actors that. Just all of it, all of it. 
so many bad decisions. Dumpster fire. Burn it. All right. Cool beans. So for me, um, cards on the table. I own this movie. I have it on DVD. I have the 20th anniversary DVD that you can't get anymore. So you have another copy. I have watched it on in English and Japanese. I was praying it would work better in Japanese. Um, I think I might watch Dragon Ball Evolution over this. In terms of watching an anime that they made into a live action adaptation. I don't know what Dragon Ball Evolution is. Well, that, you'll get there. It's a. It's probably the dumpster. It's a live action movie of Dragon Ball Z. I don't care about Dragon Ball Z, but I'm pretty sure it's there. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's universe. I've I, I've not seen it myself, but it's pretty much universally panned by the Dragon Ball community. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Smashing. So I'm going to dumpster fire it. Also, thank you. Give me this DVD. I'm ready to take it. Okay, fine. Boom. <laughs> There, throwing a fire. That felt better. Am I getting marshmallows? You got some marshmallows? I don't have any. <laughs> oh wait, where's our precious taco machine at this time? It's it's being used as a transmitter, bro. I told you, I'm I'm dual transmitting on the channel. You suck. <laughs> I want a taco. Now. All right, let's transfer this into something a little bit more hopeful, guys. This is a weak connection. All right, this is the part we call the weak connections, where we find a weak spiritual biblical connection towards a movie we just dumpster fire to find out if there's anything that's worth redeeming of whatever it is that we just watched, if there was anything redeemable. We try to find a weak biblical scripture, Bible verse, and try to find like a parable of a sort, maybe uh, a nugget. If it is, if there is even a nugget, or if there's just nothing there, something. Hopefully, you find something encouraging. Um, blah, blah, blah. John, you got anything encouraging? I usually go second, bro. Dallas is usually <laughs> what sparks that. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to reverse. I'm trying to do something different. John, do you have anything encouraging or no? Not yet. <laughs> okay i primed the pump for okay him. <laughs> um mr dallas i know you're more yeah. encouraging than i am find something encouraging please yeah so my encouragement is this uh, again let me just dive into it um in this movie again this takes place 140 some 44 years after the original series uh ended and to me, it's interesting as you watch it, they're repeating a lot of the same mistakes in this world as what was taking place all the way at the beginning in the UC 79. <clears throat> and it's a it's a doomed problem. They keep repeating these same problems. And my encouragement to us is we need to, in order for us to avoid repeating the problems, we had to have something that reminds us of what was wrong and how it was corrected. Um, <laughs> when you look at the scriptures, Time after time after time, every time God takes people, his people through trials, through tribulations, he has them erect a monument to put something in place that goes, hey, this is where we came from. This is what took place. Let's walk this out because we need to remember this moment. We need to remember the good things and the bad things so that we can learn, so we can teach our kids. In fact, in the scriptures, it talks about how um, adults were charged at taking their kids to these monuments going, hey, look, see this statue? See this, this, um, this Mount of Rocks? God brought us through this situation. He taught us this thing. He walked us through this terrible thing that we had done 
and brought us hope. And in this world of, of G Savior, uh, hopefully this um, <laughs> hopefully this movie stands as a reminder never to do this kind of movie again. But so many things could have been avoided if people had learned from the past 144 years. And then even today, we see people that are struggling with some of the same things that we've struggled for for years because we nobody takes the time to remind us of where we come from. In both ways, um, not just talking about how bad things are, how terrible we've been, but talk about the good things. Talk about how God's brought us from bad things to good things and how we've grown and how we can continue to grow. In your life, I really want to encourage everybody who's listening, take stock of your life. You may be going through a time where you're dealing with some really terrible things. You're going through some depression and some anxiety and some fears and, and you're going, man, I'm down on myself. Think back to the points of when you felt like that before and how God got you through those moments before. Put up memorial stones, put up some sort of memory thing that reminds you, man, life sucked here, but God was there for me and he got me through and he can do it again. I may have to walk a little bit further. I may have to do a little bit more work in this moment, but I can make it. I don't have to suffer in the same way. I don't have to repeat the same mistakes of the past. I can be better. And then on top of that, pass it down to our kids. Do not pass down our failures to our kids. We need to pass down how to be successful to our kids. Um, I know a lot of people who, um, they did not grow up with good parents. Um, they did not grow up with great situations. I had a buddy of mine that uh, his father was a, a massive alcoholic and he um, was uh, an abusive individual. And so my friend had to make a decision, do I be like my father or do I change? And so today my friend is a very different man than his father was. He's not an alcoholic. He's not abusive. He's not doing these things. He's walking a different path, creating a, a new way for his kids that are coming down the line for his wife and him. So again, examine yourself, look at the past and, and create some memorials for you of how God's t carried you from one place to another, but be sure to pass those on, teaching your kids they don't have to follow in the same path that, that your forefathers walked in. So that is my weak connection for you guys today. Thank you, Mr. Dallas, for that. I grandly appreciate that. Really do. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And now we move back to John, see if he actually found something. I do. <laughs> I have something. See, I told you Dallas is Dallas is my is my muse. So <laughs> <clears throat> um actually in kind of thinking about uh what we had said about this movie and one of its biggest flaws is that it tries to say too much in the time that it has. Mm. Uh and that for me was very reminiscent of Proverbs 10:19 uh reading from the extra sanctified version. Uh, <laughs> when words are many transgression is not lacking but whoever restrains his lips is prudent um, and the and the bible does call us to kind of self-edit and self-evaluate to determine uh, you know how you're doing you know how you're doing with your walk um, and a lot of people there's a lot of people who will uh kind of talk things up and run their mouth and make themselves sound big. But, you know, if you examine their works, they, they're with their words, make them look like idiots. Whereas, mm. uh, whereas, you know, the, the, the Bible says even, a, it, well, gosh, how does it go now? Even a fool seems wise when he's silent, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I think that the, the people who made this movie 
you know, if they, they would, they would have fared a lot better if they would have kept their mouth shut quite a bit in uh, <laughs> some of their storytelling. And so it, you know, it's just a fun little uh, example of that principle being put into action. So I'm not sure if it's a weak connection or just a, a comparative, a comparison. John, the verse you're searching for is Proverbs 17:28. Says even a fool who keeps silence is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. That's the ESV version. Yeah, the extra sanctified version, my man. <laughs> okay, well, I have no weak connection, so there's that. Well, I'll, I will count you will... in the assist on mine by providing that scripture for me. Okay, you're welcome. And that is it for our weak connections. That is it for our brilliant, fantastic review of G Savior the movie, which we all um, agreed together to dumpster fire. I, so I, that was that was beautiful. How you said the name G Savior through your teeth as you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I think that's the first time I've seen you actually grimace on the name of the movie <laughs> we're talking about. Well, I'm trying to keep the joy of Christ in sight of me while discussing that title one more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and cool. here is oh. the shameless, the shameless self-promotion, which we like to discuss wonderful, lovely product projects we're on. So it can be a product, man. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're all products of our things that we create. John, is, it, right. is I know you're a man of many wonderful talents and podcasts and everything else, but is there anything special that you would love to promote? Well, if anybody is interested in anything I'm doing, check out my link tree in the show descriptions, and you can t- look at all my projects. The two that I am going to talk about specifically just to keep things fresh. I do a, I do a podcast where we review books and they don't have to be bad. So hooray for that. Uh, (laughs) Called we read allegedly, uh, which features myself, Catherine Zerwinski and Celeste Mora. So go check that out. And then I would also say, uh, go check out supersonic pod comics. Uh, it's a audio drama that I am a part of with many other voice actors. And I can tell you, uh, if it wasn't for supersonic pod comics, I probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't know who I am as far as being pot, a podcaster is concerned. And a lot of things that we're involved with would have never happened because that's kind of been the meeting place for a lot of us. So it's a true story. And for Dallas, everyone knows his voice. If you're listening to this, if you don't know his voice, then there's something wrong with you or your brand new person, <laughs> your brand new time. First time. Listen to this Dallas. Yeah. Uh, hey, you can find me at geekdevotions.com where you find all kinds of content, including this, but also uh, our podcast, The Gundam Watch, where we are going through Mobile Suit Gundam and reviewing it in a very, various uh, different versions of, of the series. And the whole idea is that I'm an experienced Gundam person and John and Branson, a variety of guests, including our very own Kevin here, don't know a daggum thing about Gundam and it's okay. And uh, I, I dream of the day that Kevin gets converted to a weep. So, 
I, for one, can fully tell you I will not be part of the whole Gundam thing other than these reviews I just did from the two astounding gifts that you gave me for this Christmas season that I am overwhelmed with joy about. <laughs> and if you do wish to follow me, the show notes are down there somewhere. Click on them. You know the drill. However, there is two things I will promote. You can, and if you wish to listen to a podcast episode I am part of called Gospel by Gaslight. It is a steampunk Christian radio drama, and I am the lead voice inside that podcast episodes. So if you wish to listen to that, you can. And second thing is that some of you may know or may not know that I'm also starting more into acting. So you might see me in two films that's coming out on JC Films Plus. It is now a free thing you could download through whatever Amazon, Roku, whatever it is. It's like a channel. So if you wish to, it's out now. It's free. The movie will probably be released by the time this episode is out. So if you wish to see it, it's called Success Camp and stars Dean Kane and um, Kevin Sorbel's two sons in the film. So there is that. You'll see me and you're like, why does he have a son? Why does he say anything? Because I'm Irish and they did not like an Irish speaking person on the set. Right. <laughs> Other than that, this episode is now coming to a close and I don't know what else to say, but have a lovely holiday and enjoy it's because yeah it's 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 like what every freaking united methodist and baptist and pentecost said it's the reason for the season what jesus is the reason for the season but you know it sounds so predictable merry christmas everybody (laughs) good night scrooge uh humbug (laughs) 